It's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're an idiot than to open it and leave no doubt. You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. What a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Welcome to the podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome you into the Three Man Rush podcast. It's Sunday, September 25th. And we're going to get some some recap action here on week four. All that happened on the college football fields, on and off the fields, field stormings, all that good stuff. We're going to talk about it all. Um, the first game, I, I think we're just going to have to jump right into it. First game I want to talk about is the Arkansas Razorbacks and Texas A&M, the ultimate blue balls game for the Hogs. We had Drew Garrett on our podcast predict almost exactly what the score was going to be and the winner. So if you guys need that beautiful analysis, you'd get it here. So that's just an inc- incredible prediction. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Just felt that I didn't expect they got to miss the extra point though. So they would have if they would have made the extra point, I would have. I would have got the exact score, but it's all right. Jeez, that's crazy, actually. I just can't believe I A and M just wins off the dumbest shit, man. Every time. That's a, uh, that's they, the last two weeks. Um, I just said the last two weeks. I've the I've been the only one that's picked them to win in both of our pick them things. You guys picked Miami the first time, and I was the only one that picked A and M. And you guys picked all picked Arkansas, and I was the only one to pick A and M. Well, seeing what I saw from you know Miami this week, I was an idiot for picking them last week. That's for sure. You're horrible. No, that that's a uh, that's a whole other story. Is the Miami Hurricanes? But I want to talk about this Arkansas game. Um, at least from from what I understand, and I'm watching the high, walk, going back and watching some of the highlights. Arkansas was the better team, outgained Texas A&M by quite a lot, but they proved themselves in kind of the wrong way. That a, they're they're a good team, but they're not a great team because a great team finds a way to win that game, and you know a great team finds a way to win when they're not playing their best. So I'm going to go ahead and just go on a limb. I think both these teams are, are nine and three. They're, these are not two ten win teams. Nine and three, eight and four best. Um, really? I don't know. Both what what did you guys gather? I mean, if you look at Arkansas and A&M schedules, like there's just not ten wins on those schedules with these two teams. I mean, Arkansas is not disciplined at all. Their pass defenses is legitimately the worst in the NCAA statistically. A&M just lost to Nia Smith, and their quarterback is absolute garbage. So I mean, I I just can't see them winning ten games. Yeah, I agree. I think Texas A&M will probably upset another team, but they're going to lose a game to, like, Vanderbilt or something like that. They're going to lose to Missouri. They're going to lose to Vanderbilt. They're going to lose to some team like that, and then they'll go out and somehow beat Alabama. That's just how they play. They play They play to their competition. I think I think Arkansas is, uh, has a little bit of that in them as well, which is interesting. It's just, it's just weird 
I, I think I agree with you, Jake. It's just hard to believe that just both these teams won eight or nine games. I mean, A and M at one point we were looking at it, be like, oh, dude, like they're mad, like they're they're back to the same old A and M, and we're looking at Arkansas and be like, hey, man, like you know, they could do something crazy. They could do something crazy, but you know, last night just kind of proved that they're 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 very similar to being the exact same team, uh, based off how they play. Man, it's it's just odd to to see two teams so. I guess on paper they look different, but it just it's just like no, that's the same team. Like if you if you flip if you flip players and, and put them in the different uniform, they're like oh, they're just going to be the exact same team. It's just odd. I don't know. It was a, it was a weird game. It, it was really interesting. Like the the off the top of the upright was cool and uh, stuff you'd never seen before. It's in Jerry's world. Hate that place, but um, just just an interesting game and a couple of interesting teams to watch as the season goes on. I just I, I feel like we talked about these teams a lot, and at this point, we just kind of have to understand that they're not teams that are worthy of being in the SEC championship game. And I think we kind of knew that, but this whole thing with the recruiting class and maybe it's Arkansas's year, I just to me, neither of these teams is good enough to play in the SEC championship game, and they're probably Cotton Bowl or you know Outback Bowl teams. That's kind of just how I see it. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's 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 just weird, man. It, that was a I, I I watched bits and parts, not the whole game, but just like there were just things I was seeing that was like, wow, that is just not they're not I don't feel like they're great football teams. I really don't. Um, they just look kind of crap. Like it was just kind of a slugfest of just throwing crap at each other, seeing if it'll work. Certainly Luckily, a rock fight. A and M got to work. I think I think that's one of the safest bets you could have this year is saying one of these teams will be in the Outback Bowl. I think that's a good that's a very good good thing to say, Jake. One of yeah. these teams is going to end up there. Yeah, and they're going to play and they're going to play the Iowa Hawkeyes, and we'll see about forty five punts. <laughs> I mean, if if A and M plays Iowa, shield your fucking eyes. <laughs> I love the Outback Bowl. But, but uh, Outback Bowl is a special thing. What's the other one? It's a Capital One Bowl, I think. They're kind of the same thing to me. I kind of end up this Big Ten SEC, and it's on the same day, kind of. Don't they? Don't, aren't they before Christmas too? Both of those games. So it's kind of like it's like you, early it used, bowl season. It used to be uh, New Year's Eve, but I think you're right. I think it's before Christmas now. Uh, yeah, I think it's gotten moved up, which which is like which is even cooler. It's like oh, it's like we're getting into bowl season. It's a good, it's a good icebreaker for bowl season. That's for sure. Yeah, love seeing Michigan State uh, and Tennessee out there. Yeah, good time. Not this year. Tennessee going all the way. How long until they announce the the Jimmy Kimmy Bowl? The Jimmy what? Kimmel Bowl? Yeah, how long until they announce the Jimmy Kimmy Bowl as one of the playoff semifinals? I hope it happens. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) God, that would be be huge. (laughs) You got Ohio State and George on the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. (laughs) Announced by Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Get Guillermo out there interviewing the teams. That's just that's just good television, really. Does LeBron still hate that guy? Guillermo? Yeah. yeah. LeBron? Hey, I, LeBron? I don't, I don't think he's ever talked to Guillermo. LeBron hasn't. LeBron? Uh we talked about Tennessee there, though, Calvin, about the Outback Bowl and how they might be above the Outback Bowl this season. I want to talk about that game because, uh, you know, it was the biggest game of the week probably. Tennessee didn't look incredible. They didn't dominate. 
But, you know, they did the two things that you, you try to do in a football game, and that's win, and that's win. Those are the two things you try to do. And they did both of those. Uh, Cedric Tillman was out injured, and the Vols kind of, you know, they've had real trouble with Florida. So just to win that game is, is a big deal. And, uh, hey, don't look now, but Tennessee wins next week at LSU. We get undefeated Tennessee, most likely undefeated Alabama in Neyland Stadium in two weeks. And that will be pretty electric. That's going to be sick, dude. That's going to be so much fun. Hey, all I'm saying is if uh, if they go undefeated into that game and Tennessee beats Alabama, you got to I'm betting on Hendon Hooker to win the Heisman. He's it's been, not he's a been bad playing bet. good this year. If they it's beat Alabama, who's the favorite right 100%. now? Well, Alabama, no, sorry, sorry, Heisman. Sorry, who's the favorite with Heisman? Am I missing somebody like obvious? Maybe C.J. Right. Stroud or Bryce Young. Young. Let's see Heisman on. Let's see that right now. Because you say that, um, and I, I would agree with that. I just don't know, like, season ends today, who wins it? It's definitely not. CJ Stroud's at plus 150 as a favorite. Right. It's, it's... Where's Stetson Bennett at? Fifth with plus t- 1,600 odds. Hinden Hooker has the same odds as him. Spencer Sanders plus 500 right behind J.J. McCarthy. He's the number eight. What? <laughs> That is yeah. so random. AJ <laughs> McCarthy. That's that's a shocking revelation right there. Uh, Will Anderson is the same odds as when the Heisman as Spencer Sanders. What is uh? How is Will Anderson even the question? Yeah, I don't know. That's very odd. I mean, he could turn it on, but it'd have to really do something like ridiculous. Where, what are Emory Jones? DJ it's same. Oh boy, I don't think he's going to be on this list. <laughs> Emory Jones says the same as that God's I do. <laughs> what about what about Jerry Bohannon? Uh, no, no, no chance. <laughs> the USF QB. There's like actually there's like actually backup quarterbacks on here, but there's not Jerry Bohannon. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, Emory Jones has the same chance to win the Heisman as Gunnar Gundy. Yeah, that's probably fair. Honestly, I think Gunnar Gundy might have higher odds. Well, if he played, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You give that guy Emory Jones uh, or, uh, snaps, he might throw a touchdown. I think Emory Jobs thinks, thinks his, jo- his job is – I think he thinks his job is to get Oh, snapped. I agree. <laughs> oh, if, his job was, hit. if his job was to get sacked, he'd just continue to get promoted for the rest of his life. He'd be a first overall pick. <laughs> There's some Go. quarterbacks that are genuinely like skilled at getting sacked. Carson Wentz comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz but gets Carson Wentz, every other play. Carson Wentz has a way about him of just getting out of just ridiculous situations, though. Well, yeah, but until he, until he gets out of that situation, Tom, and then gets pulled down by his ankles and throws <laughs> yeah. a pick four yards down the field. <laughs> he gets chased down from behind, though. He'll let the ball go four yards and go the other way. <laughs> Oh, I was the biggest Joe Carson Wentz defender of all time. Well, the thing is about Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow gets sacked kind of on his own because he's like looking downfield and he's trying to make a play and you know his offensive line's terrible, but he's got great receivers. Well, they're horrible. Carson hey, Wentz, here's, Carson here's Wentz gets sacked because he takes too long. That here's freezing cold take. Oh, go ahead, Drew. I said that freezing cold take by Lyle Collins where he said, "Don't worry, your new bodyguards." Oh, He's got blown is, by every is, other play this year. Who's the better quarterback here? 
Is it um, Cooper Rush or Joe Burrow? No, it's Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. I don't know, me? man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that one. That's, hor- that's horrible right there. I don't know. I'll just tell you this, There was something on the field that looked like if Cooper, if Cooper Rush leads the Cowboys to the, to the Super Bowl, if Cooper Rush leads the Cowboys to the Super Bowl, just like Joe Burrow, boob, boob job, boob I will job. genuinely jump. Nope, nope. I'll get a boob job and then jump off Devon Tower. <laughs> a, a, a dude with massive tits jumps off of Devon Tower <laughs> with a Cooper Rush jersey on. His boobs are hanging out. Where's where's Jalen Daniels in the Heisman conversation? Oh, Is he on that list? Let me check that one. I just closed the page. He's got to be, dude. I mean, they had Jack Better Miller be. on this list. He's a backup. They, I mean, if you're telling he's me he's gonna be top, top ten, yeah, he's not top ten. Yeah, he's not top ten, but he's he's definitely he on be. here. I think. Well, the problem is, is he plays for a team that hasn't been good. Is that something I hear from Drew? Is that something I hear from Drew? Kind of thinking about Kansas here. I don't see him on really? this list. I see Casey no, Thompson. Daniels is good. Casey Thompson is the last quarterback. He's just on a good quarterback. Daniels. Boy, you're you're a sick man if you're putting money on Casey Thompson to win the Heisman. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to have your pants on. Yeah, you had to be in an unfortunate brain accident. Well, doing that. I don't know. That, that, if you want to go, if you want to see yourself burn five dollars, just light it on fire, man. That's the same thing as what you're doing with the Casey Thompson bet. I'm trying what to find Thompson's Jaylen. odds. Uh, Got to be ten thousand, yeah. Plus, plus, plus twenty thousand. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'd open up at thirty thousand odds, probably. I mean, Jalen Daniels' stats are like five good enough for him to be up there. That'd be five. I'm trying to find Jalen Daniels. Twenty thousand. I don't know. He's the best quarterback in the country. It's kind of shocking. Okay, Jalen Daniels plus three thousand. Okay, it's not bad. No, that's that's probably right. So he's honestly. actually, he's actually. I guess this is different odds here. I'm seeing because he's actually higher than Adrian Martinez, Michael Penix, and uh, yeah. Bo Nix, which is quite a decent amount. Like Michael Penix, he's higher odds than Sam than Really, Michael Michael Penix leads the country in passing right now. He's good, dude. He's incredibly good. good. Yes. Holy crap. No, they, played some, they, they played some children of the poor last couple games, but or since Michigan State. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's talk about Michigan. this. That's a perfect time. We got to talk about Michigan State, man. Holy oh. fucking shit. So, Michigan State lost to Minnesota. <laughs> 31 to 7. Oh, I picked Minnesota. That's right. They lost 31 to 7 at home to Minnesota. This is a team that we were acting like was <laughs> going to challenge in the Big Ten East. This is a terrible team, man. I've, I've, I've watched the, the 30 minute highlights. I think we know where Tuck is going. Where's that? The firing pit. Well, he's not getting fired. The evil bog. He signed $10 million I, contract I mean, point, per year. Tom, you know where Tuck is going? Where? The evil bog. <laughs> Congratulations, donkey. 
<laughs> Nothing better than Shrek Super Party. <laughs> now that I, I kicked Drew's ass in Mario's or er, uh, Shrek Super Today? Party. Kicked his ass. No, yeah. the first time yeah. we played, and Drew was cheating. He wasn't just I was cheating. He was cheating. <laughs> he was cheating, and I won. Donkey won. Yeah. Donkey. Yeah. Congratulations, Donkey. Thelonious got his ass <laughs> Congratulations, Thelonious. It's a, good, it's a good game. It's a top five game ever played. It, it was surprisingly a fun game. It's up also. there with uh, uh, MLB Power Pros. Well, you can't beat MLB Power Pros. <laughs> if, you've ever, if you've ever played Little League Sluggers, Little League World Series on the, on the Wii, that's one of the best games of all time. That's a oh. good game, too. Listen, I would take the Caribbean to an undefeated record every year. <laughs> Those poor other thirteen-year-olds from the other teams. <laughs> oh, I would hit! I would hit nukes. <laughs> Remember, you you can get the power up and swing yeah, as hard as yeah. you can. The ball would go four hundred, go four hundred eighty feet. Sometimes my twelve-year-old get up close to the sensor and just just hit. Half half the time I in that I game, have. you're just shaking the remote. <laughs> Hey, we have the Wii here. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I have that game. We should play it. I'm down. Hey, all right. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about Minnesota, though. I, I, I said it last pod. I think Minnesota's the best team in the Big Ten West. They proved me a little bit right. We'll see what they do now later down the line. Muhammad Ibrahim. Let me just tell you this much: that we should start calling him Ibrahim, because he's him. <laughs> uh, we're. We're really quick to kind of crown coaches, and I think last offseason and last season, you know, Mel Mel Tucker was obviously, you know, the talk of the town. You know, he was he, he was the he was the sauce of the day, you know, the catch of the week. And uh, you know what? He's a dog shit football coach right now, horse shit football coach. And he was right. <laughs> and PJ Fleck is a good coach, and, he, and he's always been a good coach. He's made Minnesota relevant multiple seasons now, and that's like quite impressive because that's like hard to do. So what do you what do you guys make of that, and what do you make of Michigan State this season? Because it's really tough right now. Well, I think about the the Spartans. What you said? Yeah, and Minnesota. <laughs> I think Minnesota. Hey, Minnesota is a lot better than we thought, I guess. But yeah. Michigan State's horrible. Um, what is uh, what do you think Minnesota would finish in the Big Ten East? Probably third, fourth. Um. Fourth, probably fourth. Penn State. Man, they're going to beat the Buckeyes this year. Buckeyes. Oh, my God. You actually mean that? You can't mean that. Okay. No. Okay. I don't mean that. <laughs> they, could, they could probably give Michigan a run, though, <laughs> honestly. Hey, what's uh, what's they Tanner Morgan's odds for the Heisman? Oh, you're right. Oh, boy. I don't know. Well, I mean, don't look it up. He's probably, he's got, he's he's probably got, got uh, higher maybe. odds than he does, you know, hair count. Does he have a yeah, alopecia? Probably, he's got a single. Nah, he's just, he's just old. Hair on his head. I think Maybe. so. He's a bald boy. Old as, uh, as he old as as a Hinden, I don't Hinden think so. I think he's like a fifth year. I think he's older than Hinden Hooker. Is he really? I think so. How old is Hinden Michigan doesn't even play Six? Minnesota this year. That stinks. That'd be a fun game. I mean, I'm looking at Michigan's schedule. Michigan's schedule is an absolute fucking joke. Yeah. 
I mean, the, it's, the, the only hard teams they play are Penn State and Ohio State. Everyone else in their schedule is ass. Literally everyone else. There's no medium teams. It's all ass. All right. Well, hey, I wanted to talk about this, though. Uh, let's stay on the Big Ten real quick um, and how shitty the Big Ten has been. You know, we, we continue to act, you know, we, we say, you know, Iowa sucks and they punt a lot and Nebraska sucks and they punt a lot. I do want to mention that the Auburn-Missouri game had 12 straight punts. 12. That's got to be one of the worst football games that people have laid their eyes upon. You know, we, well, we always criticize the Big Ten in Nebraska and Iowa for sucking so bad, and that's fair. But I think it's only fair that we realize how fucking terrible that game was. That's bad. And Missouri, missed a, Missouri missed a field goal from – it was a, a literal extra point to win the game. They missed it wide right by like four feet. Missouri, they – they did everything they could to lose that game, so Brian Harson gets to stay for another week. Not that it's didn't, much uh, notable. Didn't Missouri lost because they fumbled in the end zone, right? In overtime. Yeah. Why don't the game Yep. Just absolutely. What a dumb pitch. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb dumb. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, that's just ridiculous. I don't know. I don't All think right. a single soul is tuned into that game. Well, that's the problem is that if if you were, you were having you were, you were having a terrible time. Unless you were, well, yeah, that's why I turned it. I, I mean, unless you bet on, uh, I probably had it on for. I said, I said unless you were betting on the punt at the end of every drive for the for those twelve drives, you're making a lot of money at that point. Good oh, yeah. made a lot. You guys, I want to. We talked about Michigan State. Let's talk about Michigan's first decently decent opponent, Maryland. What'd you guys? What'd you guys make of Michigan and Maryland? I, th- I thought uh, Maryland, uh, I, Maryland to the right. Yeah, the score the score doesn't reflect how the game went. Michigan won by a lot more. Well, no, actually, they they brought it back because of the garbage time touchdown by Maryland. I, I don't know. Um, it, I thought Michigan. I thought Michigan would play better than that. Maryland looks pretty good. Talia was able to do some things to them. Um, yeah, they just Michigan just doesn't look like didn't look as sharp as their first three games because they're not playing Thomas children. I mean, I think I, I think Michigan's going to be fine. I think that was just kind of a wake up call for them, honestly. I mean, Maryland's a good team, I guess, where they went seven games, eight games, maybe. So it was all right. I mean, just first game of a conference play, something. Something it seems like every week you, you, your team's got to wake up and realize that they're not playing, you know, the school school of the blind and deaf. So th- they'll figure it out as it goes along. <laughs> yeah, it's hard when blind and deaf. It's hard when you don't play a D two school. Uh, what, what the difference is, but Michigan, I mean, like like they said, it's they just kind of. I feel like they underperformed. They won, but it wasn't like normal. How wish Michigan's been winning. But who knows? We'll see later in the season. Next week, Michigan plays at Iowa. Um, I don't expect Michigan to struggle too much with Iowa, but on the road in Kinnick Stadium, I'm uh, you know I don't want to hype up Iowa right now. But it will be the first road game Michigan plays, so it'll be an interesting game uh, just from that aspect. Um, but let's talk about the boob job game here: Ohio State and Wisconsin. I told everybody I'd get an absolute boob job if Wisconsin loses. You know, I'd have double D's and. You know what? I just don't have to face that reality because Wisconsin is terrible. They're not good. 
Um, I feel like I feel like Wisconsin might need to. Maybe it's not. A, maybe it's a coaching change. Maybe it's something. But Wisconsin needs to make a change because even when they were good, they were always not good enough to win that game to go to the college football playoff, right? To be in the national championship picture, and they just plain flat. They can't beat Ohio State. They can't do it. Like they just can't. They can't win that big game. Now Ohio State, though, uh, I am impressed by. I think Ohio State and Georgia right now are my two favorites in the country. I think they probably were last year as well, um, until Ohio State lost to to Michigan. But I think Ohio State kind of supplanted themselves in the top two or three with this win. Ohio State yeah. has the best offense in the country, and it's it's not close. Yeah, they're they're really really good. Wisconsin's also horrible. I just I don't see anybody beating Ohio State in the Big Ten this year. I think they're going to go undefeated up until the playoffs. They just have they just have so many options. You know what I mean? Is it, it's like if one guy's not clicking. There's there's at least two other guys that they can find on offense. And you know when Marvin Harrison is wearing a, an Apple Watch and uh, so what were, the, what were those cleats? Were they Louis Vuitton? They weren't Louis Vuitton, were they? What, were, they were Louis they were. Vuitton cleats. I mean, you just yeah. can't really stop an offense that has Louis Vuitton on their feet. So, I think they're going to be really good. They probably them and George in the championship, if I were to guess. Yeah, if I had to bet my life on it, I'd probably say George yeah. and Ohio State right now. I, I, the thing is, is Alabama is going to continue to get better. Um, there's yeah. a lot of teams that are going to continue to get better. I also the another team that we could talk about that's on that kind of echelon is Clemson, and uh, Clemson had a hell of a game this week. They had every opportunity to lose. Um, they're playing a really, really good quarterback. It's, you know, the thing is, is if, if a team has a good quarterback like Sam Hartman, you know, that, that, that team can beat anybody. It's just how it works. You, you got to have a good quarterback. I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was like disappointed in Clemson. I just think I was more impressed by Wake Forest and Sam Hartman, their game plan. Wake Forest has some good players. And um, I think DJU did a lot for his stock to continue to be the starter. Clemson looks, uh, you, you guys ever had like a really, really good salad? A really solid salad. Time or two, yeah. 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 You know, Once just, or twice. That's, that's what Clemson is, man. They're just they're a really, really good salad. But the thing is, is you know, it's still kind of a salad. It's not your favorite thing to eat. And uh, that's kind of how I see Clemson right now. I mean, they they're an incredible salad, but Ohio State and Georgia seem to have you know, chicken nuggets, wings, burgers, right? They, that's what they've got. Clemson has got a salad right now. It's a good salad. It's food, but. I think Clemson's will step behind those programs. Who? What university has the Dino Nuggets? Hmm. I don't know. Well, it depends on the how Dino you're looking nuggets. at the Dino Nuggets. You know, what, what does that mean? Well, because I like Dino Nuggets, but they're also really bad for you. Oh, this seems like That's LSU. That's a good point. It does. It's LSU. I think for all of us, if Kansas continues to be like actually good, I think they could be Dino Nuggets because I love it. But when I when I play them, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like it one bit. When it comes down to when it's nut cutting time, I don't want the Jayhawks to be in the lead in the fourth quarter. The thing is, I just want. Kansas because they need to lose to them. That's about it. Because I'm not ready for all the shit that'll be talked to my team if we lose to fucking Kansas. Um, if you <laughs> lose to Kansas, that probably signal. Yeah, 
If you lose to Kansas, that probably signals you're getting some ink. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad Kansas only has one more win on the schedule. I would really stop saying that, Drew. <laughs> you said they had one more win on their schedule after they beat <laughs> Tennessee Tech. They're 4 0. Yep. They're about to go through the gauntlet. They'll beat Iowa State at home. That's probably true. Gauntlet. I don't think so. I think Iowa State's. Oh, they got the lines open up at three and a half for Iowa State. I'll probably stay with Iowa State. Looks like I'm betting on Kansas again. What do you guys think though about this Clemson Clemson Wake Forest game, and uh, what, what do we make of it? I think DJU really solidifies as part spot as a starter this game. I don't think anybody questions that anymore. And he was, he's a lot better than I thought he would be. Kind of hitting his stride. I kind of yeah, I kind of gave up on him after the first couple of weeks, but yeah, he's proved me wrong. I still think Wake Forest should have won that game. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you said it. You, you texted us in the that third night. quarter saying the Demon Deacons are going to do it, and I, th- I thought at that point I was like, oh, it's over. And I look, and it's the third quarter. And they're and they're up by a touchdown. I was like, what? What are we doing? We were we were in the middle of playing golf, and and we get that text. I was I was not expecting to see half a game left. Oh, Drew, oh, I, got, I, was, I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> I got caught up in the moment. Game. When I see a touchdown, I said, this game's over. Drew, Drew getting caught up in the moment is the least shot I've heard there. all day. <laughs> it was funny, though, because once it went to overtime, I knew immediately in my heart that Clemson was going to win. I bet Clemson oh, money line as soon as it went to overtime. Yeah. Wake Forest had every Whoever that number 20 is for Clemson. Who's number 20 for Clemson on defense? Because he's horrible. 20? Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. I mean, their defense. He had like six pass. Oh, yeah, he did have a lot. I do remember. Yeah, like six pass. Oh, poor guy. I saw that video of him running off the field. Nate Wiggins. I think that was it. I feel like I've heard his name. Yeah, Nate Wiggins. Yeah, Nate Wiggins is garbage. Yeah, quite um, shit. We really singled him out. Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> Hope he's listening. Let's talk about Baylor Iowa State here for a second. Um, Baylor Baylor's run game, their offensive line is very strong. Uh, it felt it felt like Baylor just kind of they were like an anaconda, right? They they grabbed Iowa State and they just slowly killed them. Um, Iowa State tried tried everything they could to stop the run. Iowa State tried everything they could to go for it on fourth downs, all that kind of stuff. But Baylor was just too good up front on both sides of the ball. And when you're that good up front on the, both sides of the ball, you don't have to take many risks. I think that Baylor's game plan against most teams the rest of the year is going to be ground and pound, play the run well on defense, and just kind of get by in the passing game on both sides of the ball and just make it a four-quarter game against almost anyone. But the way they beat Iowa State gave me more confidence in the rest of Baylor's season. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought Iowa State would win that game. That's one. There's one of my misses on the picks that we made. How? What? What made you pick Iowa State over Baylor? I just thought since it would be in Ames, I thought that they'd win. Plus, I don't think I didn't think Baylor was that much better I than still Iowa State. That. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, those are pretty two two pretty similar teams. I kind of I, I wouldn't say they're too far away from each other. Quarterback plays about the same. 
Yeah, How's I, I was disappointed. Is he Hunter Decker's is fine? I think he's got. I think, I think he's got two to one touchdown to interception ratio. I think I was looking at it earlier today. He's been all right. I think he's got ten touchdowns, five interceptions. Okay, I was just wondering, just because that was kind of the question mark of at least the Big Twelve quarterbacks was him, but kind of expected that. Staying on uh, Big 12 quarterbacks, let's talk about Max Duggan. A lot of people buried him. A lot of people thought TCU might be shit. TCU's, they're undefeated right now, and they haven't really played anybody that great. SMU's not a bad opponent, though. They went on the road, played a, a rival SMU, got a really good win. I think TCU has a chance this year to be pretty damn good. And they, they bring back everybody from last year, but they, they have a new coaches, a couple transfers. They have some really good receivers. Max Duggan has kind of figured it out. OU t- TCU and wet next week might be a uh, it might be uh might be an elimination game in my opinion for the for the Big Twelve championship game. I'm a little nervy. I'm not too nervous about it. Is K State whenever whenever you play K State, K State just turns to the number one team in the country. That's just the truth. I don't understand it. I get the infinity stone. Adrian so Martinez ba- looks like the Heisman winning quarterback right there. No, well, basically, oh, you just played the number one team in the country yesterday. That's all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> the number one team in the country, Kansas State Wildcats. Feels like we're in 2012. Yeah. So, well, I, I, you line you line the Kansas State Wildcats up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you tell them they're playing OU. They're gonna go win that game. <laughs> Hey, the Jags, Jags are kind of good. So you put the Jags up. Yeah, they are. And you put the Jags roster on the field with OU uniforms on in Norman, Oklahoma. K-State's winning that game. It's just, <laughs> just going to happen. Drew, you said, you said after the game that you thought maybe it was Dylan Gabriel's fault. Do you still think that? Really? Yeah. I don't care what anybody else says. I mean, I, I mean his stats were really good, but... Like, he le- he he left like fourteen to twenty one points on the field that game. Yeah, he did. He missed t- he missed w- wide open touchdown throws. I'm not I'm not blaming the entire game on him. I mean, the defense allowed forty one points to freaking Andrew Martinez. But like, you know, Dylan Gabriel did not help the cause at all. Missed wide open people on crucial downs. That's all you got to say. My other question about that game was that did you guys feel like did you guys feel like that game was fluky? Like did you feel like it was a fluke type game or is like is this a one off or is Kansas State here to stay? Um, you know, that that kind of thing. Did you feel like it was nice. a, a one off or like an outlier or what? This has been a three year thing now. This has happened like three the last what, five years they've beaten us? Four. Four. Oh, see, it's even worse. And like oh. it, no, it just nothing. Yeah, there's nothing fluky about it. They just they just I dominated mean, they, us. The game they was tied for number. six minutes yesterday. I don't get it. Out of the entire game, it was only tied for six minutes of the entire game. Man, it's crazy. That first touchdown drive immediately made me just have a sickening feeling in my stomach, and it just got worse and worse as the game went on. And then was ripped out of my out of my body whenever I saw Adrian Martinez. Almost fucking score on a third and sixteen. That, oh, I think he would have. Oh I think he would have if he wanted to. Honestly, 
Yeah. The male cheerleader got pissed. He did, so. he did it too. <laughs> That's what matters. It was a rough day yesterday. I, I hope yeah. the, I just hope the state, I just hope Manhattan just crumbles. Hey, I said it in the group <laughs> chat last night. Still the second best team in Kansas. Don't care. Nah. I'm taking K-State to the Natty this year. Oh, Except they were number one already. Man. <laughs> so, so Drew, you, they play OU. They, you tell them they play OU every week. They're going undefeated. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you lined up Oklahoma State with OU, with 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 Kansas State or say say you lined Oklahoma State up against Kansas State and they were and Oklahoma State was wearing OU's uniforms, I think that we would lose the, the same oh, way. Be game over. You'd be fucked. You know, K State dominates. K dominates that game. Yeah, some of the weirder things in the world. Oh, you could have. Oh, you could have Baker Mayfield, Billy Sims, Trent Williams, Roy Williams, Brian Bosworth on the same team and still lose to them somehow. Doesn't matter who's on the team. As long as Kansas State's got Deuce Vaughn, it's an L. Dude, he's incredible. I I hate that little midget so much, dude. He just. Oh man, tackle him, kill him! He I don't care. So Do something. You can't tackle him. It's impossible. They got. Yeah, I was talking about this. He's literally just one big muscle. He's so small. He, he's just all of his muscles kind of are like little, like one little. He's like a little ball. He's a little bouncy ball. He looks even smaller in person. I mean, no. like he looks small on TV, and then you see him in person. He looks like we have six, seven Tyler Guyton on the line. I, I mean, he, he would swallow Deuce Vaughn in a, in a bite. You just can't catch can't him. Nope. Deuce Vaughn would be three yards past Tyler Guyton before he even knew what first what, what the movie just made was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I want to talk about this real quick about the Big 12. I feel like the Big 12 has not taken shape. What would you guys say right now, if you guys had to, what would your Big 12 championship be right now? Because it doesn't seem like there's any real favorites. Um, like the easy guess is Oklahoma State, but they haven't played anybody. They're the highest ranked, but, again, they haven't played anybody. We're going to see this week with Baylor and Oklahoma State. I kind of lean right now that it, it's going to be a rematch, but I don't want to say that because as soon as I put it out in the air, it's not going to happen. But I kind of feel like Baylor Oklahoma State right now would be my best, best bet, my best guess. I think if Texas beats OU in the Red River, I think it will be OSU in Texas. It's interesting. I mean, if it, granted, this game could just be OU just having a down game. But, like, right now, if, if we play like that the rest of the season, that is – it's going to be quite no, we bad. Won't. We won't. It's just because just we're playing I, them. I, I agree that it, the whole K-State thing, man, but – the defense yesterday looked pretty like there were some gaping holes that aren't, you know, easy fixes a lot of times. Well, you know, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I understand. When they play OU, that offense is the most – it's just un, I understand un, that, unstoppable. But if you watch – if you take away the logos, man, that the, – the way K-State was able to move the ball on offense the entire game was like, hey, hey, Big 12, here's how you beat this team. Just do this. It was it was like a very obvious blueprint on how oh. to beat OU yesterday. 
the thing, the what team. I noticed is it wasn't even really one. We couldn't get to the quarterback to save our life. I don't even know if we had a sack. Might have one. Um, so we couldn't get pressure. I mean, it's hard to guard someone for five seconds as a corner. In safety, it's hard to guard people that long. I mean, it's played 1930s football. Yeah, and then if like no one was open, Adrian Martinez is just somehow find warping through the defense and just. 16-yard gain after 20-yard gain. Just ridiculous, man. So bad. Like, run a spy. Like, it's not hard. They would run a spy, and then Kansas State would send out Deuce Vaughn or uh, Phillip Brooks or one of those guys to run, like, a little crosser or, like, a little route where he just kind of stops and turns around right on the spy. Um, The the thing that that I was just, like, absolutely shocked about is OU was just not getting any pass rush. And and even when they did – it was pass rush that was a little bit like undisciplined to where the pass rushers weren't in the same lane. And then Adrian Martinez would just step up in the pocket and run. He's a good enough athlete to do that. Yeah, the pocket would um, collapse, and then yeah. as soon as it collapsed, it was open. Right. Right. Uh, they're yeah. fixable things. I don't want to act like they're, they're, they're fixable things, especially when you have Brent Venables, who's been a linebacker, been a linebacker coach, been a defense coordinator that's had – I mean, how many times did you watch Brent Venable's defenses at Clemson or any of these schools have one or two bad games and, you know, figure it out? Lots. I mean, that's happened almost every season, I'm sure. So well, I'm not going to act like that's unfixable. And, and let's be honest, you know, this OU team was, at least on my radio station that I worked for, they were they were granted two, two, three losses this first year just with everything that happened with all the, with all the transfers and everything. Two, three losses was pretty feasible. Uh, I understand as a fan, you never want to lose a game, but that it, it, this was this was kind of what was predicted almost before the year. Is just hey, this team isn't going to be incredible. You let Venables get a couple recruits in here, let them get built as a team. You give them an extra year of it. So I think if Venable loses one more game, maybe even two more games, it it, it happens. It's a first year head coach ever. Uh, it's it's just a brand new program. They're trying to figure out traditions. They're trying to figure out all these things. This first year is 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 hey. This is our blueprint. This is what we're going to build off of. So, so one one to three losses this year is not the end of the world. I don't, I don't think it's anything to, to to be disheartened about at all. I think. I mean, honestly, like I I remember saying I probably said at the beginning when we started doing the podcast. Like, I mean, I could see this OU team going like eleven and one, but I could see him just as easily going eight and four. Like, I don't know. We'll see how it, we'll see how it turns out, but I just. That game scared me quite a bit. I'm not so worried about it. I'm I'm, I'm just waiting to get Brent Venables recruits in because Lincoln Riley recruited those people to play like for their certain skills, and Brent Venables runs an entirely different scheme. So he needs guys that are good at what he wants them to be good at instead of. Well, and, yeah, and, that's, and that's what that's what uh, everybody's saying. Now, Kyle, I get what you're saying about them expecting to kind of lose a couple games this year to be a transition year. Um, but I do think those expectations were raised a little bit by them being the absolute piss out of Nebraska. Now, should they have been raised because they beat Nebraska? I don't know. Nebraska's not very good. Um, but I will say that absolute that, – that performance against Nebraska, I think people were like, oh, we might have a better team than we were, you know, formerly expecting um, to have. Now, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much. I did predict this. I said it was coming. It was too much of an easy spot to predict it. I mean, I've seen it how many times now? Three or four times where Kansas State has a lackluster week at home the week before. The next week they make up for it by playing incredible against OU on the road. 
it's a story as old as time, unfortunately now, and it's just a weird, weird conundrum. But as much as you guys took an L on that one, and it sucks, Texas also lost. Yep. Um, let's talk about the fucking Longhorns because this shit was. I mean, Texas Tech goes for it on fourth down. I, I want to say, I want to get this right because I think it was an insane amount. I think it was what six times. Um, I want to say eleven. I think it was more. I think it might have been more. I want to make sure before I before I say. I think it was more. But what what, what was your guys' initial takeaways from that that box score? I know we didn't get to watch too much of the game. Well, uh, I remember, like, in one of our very first episodes of the podcast, we said to take the spread of Texas versus Alabama and then the under their wins on the year. And that's exactly how I felt how it would go. They lost it to, they lost Texas Tech. If they played like they did against Alabama against Texas Tech, they would have won by 40, but they just played at their competition. I don't really understand it. But See, they do it every year. I want to push back on that. I don't. I don't. I don't think that Texas played horribly bad. I think Texas Tech might just be all right. Like, yeah. It, I do agree with you that if they played as good as they did against Alabama, but also we have to realize this is a completely new Alabama team, one that doesn't have Jamison Williams, um, one that doesn't have that deep threat, and this is a completely new Texas Tech team with a new coach. Um, There's a whole new program, really. I think Texas Tech might just be decent. I think if they have Quinn Ewers that game, I don't think that game's close. But that's the same thing with the Alabama game. Or at least, yeah, I think I, I just think if Quinn Ewers is playing, I think that Texas wins by probably around 20. Um, but I, obviously Hudson Card is not the guy. He won at quarterback. He just I don't know what it is. He just kind of looks terrified out there sometimes. He's yeah, not just 100%. He's also not 100% healthy. That's no. fair. Um, I, I'm a little bit confused on why they haven't put out Malik Murphy or I think they have another guy out back there too as well, Charles Wright. But um, no, so Texas Tech, I checked it. Texas Tech went for on fourth down eight times. And I want to commend uh, Joe McGuire here because a lot of people are saying, hey, that's, that's crazy, eight times. You can't go for fourth down that many times. Yeah, true. You can't go for it eight times. But he understands that that fan base wants to beat Texas more than anything in the world. That's what they want. And you can't beat Texas fucking punting. You just can't. So going for it eight times is respectable just because, hey, he understands the fan base wants it that bad. And he gambled that much. And he gambled like, like he was a fan. I almost respect it a little bit there. So Texas Tech, uh, huge win for the program. And I'm, I'm excited about what might be in future for them. I, I like his name's Joey McGuire, right? Yeah. The tech head coach. I I love that guy. I, I think tech is going to like really – honestly, I could see tech being when OU and Texas and that new Big 12 is starting. I think tech and OSU are going to be holding hands and walking through, walking through dominating that conference together. Yeah, Baylor, Baylor's up there as well. I I do agree with you that Texas Tech is they have they have a a, a um, kind of a sleep not a they're not a sleeping giant. I don't want to say they're a sleeping giant, but they have had bit they've had an ch- opportunity to be a better program than they have been lately. Um, I do want to go over this one thing though. I see this on on Twitter. Texas fan saying, "When Texas leaves the Big Twelve, will Texas Tech ever sell out another game after the loss?" Um, first of all, I just want to I want to. How much of a fucking loser do you have to be to say that kind of thing after 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 that? There's such a loser mentality. Um, and second of all, they, the last time they, 
Last three times they've sold out a game. We're not against Texas. So come on, figure it out. Uh, one thing, one thing about Texas, I want to say about that game. Uh, I know we kind of talked about how they played their competition, and all that crap, but uh, you know, Xavier Worthy also wasn't fully healthy either, so that doesn't help Texas out at all. So when you lose two star star guys on offense, it, it's hard to it's hard to recuperate as a team. I understand it's always Texas Tech. It's always you know, oh, it's Tech, it's Tech. But again, Tech wasn't bad, and Worthy's not completely healthy. Quinn Ewers isn't healthy. It, it's hard to it's hard to play and win games on the road and, and conference play when, when those two things are happening for you. Last I mean, thing I'll say about hey, Texas. I mean, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, uh, I get that Texas has all these injuries and all that. Let me just tell you this much, though. If anybody in the, in the country should be able to replace somebody, it's Texas. I mean, they, they get top five, top six recruiting class every single, every single year. It, it, you get the transfer portal now, they're paying for players. Texas has the most money. I mean, if anybody can replace somebody, it's Texas. So I understand there's injuries, but Texas Tech's quarterback got injured in the first game. We're not making excuses for them, so I don't want to make an excuse for Texas. That's a loss. That's you know? that's and not that's not ex- that's uh, that's not an excuse, man. It just narrows their offense down because you open an offense up to those two guys. Then when those two guys go down, their offense gets narrowed down to something else. It's not an excuse. It's just what happens in, in a game. Like that's not that's not excusing this loss one bit. But but to, but for the, for that to just get blown by and say oh it's a loss because you have all these great players and you should just be able to replace an Xavier Worthy with another Xavier Worthy or replace Quinn Ewers with another Quinn Ewers it's not like that's not how that works man like that's not that, that's well, not, not something that. you can just blow by that. but that's but that's what you just said you said with all this nil money and all this stuff you said they should just be able to replace them with all the with all the recruits they have that's what you just said no and, and, and what and what I'm saying team, and what I'm saying is make up for injury good but, teams win but, but not injured. everybody has. Not everybody has a Quinn Ewers, man. Or not everybody has an Xavier Worthy on at, on the outside. And, and Texas clearly doesn't yeah, have I, another guy like that. And, and if and yeah, if, I agree. And if they had Xavier Worthy in that game, the, the offense gets opened up. Well, he played in the game, but he he was hurt for most of the game. Like he wasn't healthy. He could they couldn't do everything he wanted to do. Like he was very well, clearly I, hurt. I hear I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying when we list one team's injuries and we don't list the Texas Tech loss their starting quarterback in the first game, like it's like, yeah, they, they did have some injuries, but like they played the game, you know, they still showed up. No, that's fine. I, I do. Get that's, that I understand. I understand that, but we were never saying we were never talking about Texas Tech quarterback being good ever. Like not one time do we say, hey, this guy's great. This guy's incredible. This guy's a, a, a first overall guy in his class. That's not what we were saying about him. We were saying this is Tech's quarterback. He's not very good. Oh, he's hurt. Here's their backup. It was. It's not the same conversation. You can't compare Quinn Ewers to, to Texas Tech starting quarterback. Man, you can't do that. Okay. Well, no. Okay. Well, first of all, Quinn Ewers was very close to transferring to Texas Tech. Second, second thing I have to say about this is that has nothing. That has yeah. nothing to do with that. Uh, I'm just saying you, that has nothing. That, uh, but no. That, but that has nothing. Exactly. He wouldn't be the starter there if Quinn Ewers was there. Obviously. Yeah. All I'm saying. I'm, I agree with you. All I'm saying is that Tyler Shaw and Quinn Ewers. All I'm saying is this, is both these teams had injuries. Both these teams went through adversity. One team was fucking tougher. One team won. That, and I'm not telling that, you that, that, you know. That's fine. But when your top two offensive players are hurt, man, it's hard to, it, it's hard. That's, that's all I was saying. That's all I'm saying. It, it's yeah, not to, I'll it's not to excuse, that. it's not to excuse the loss. It's nothing like that. It's, hey, this guy, Xavier Worthy, who could be a first round talent. This guy, Quinn Ewers, who could be a first round talent. 
are both out. You take two first-round talents out of your offense, you're not as good. And you're on the road. And the place is sold out. You know, it, It's just hard to win like that. Yeah, I get hard to win it's like that. I just think good teams do. But that's fine. But, but, but again, and this isn't just pushing back on what you said. It's also pushing back on what Drew said, too, about how they play down to their talent or play down to their competition. It's, I mean, they, they kind of were. They kind of were playing to the talent because that's what they had on the field. They have more talent than Texas That's State. fine, but when Xavier Worthy and Quinn Ewers is hurt, it's a little bit more of a comparable team, is it not? This one's still not very comparable, I, uh, no. I, I don't know. I don't know about that because look at what they were before Xavier Worthy and Quinn Ewers were here. You, you, don't, put Quinn, you don't put Quinn Ewers at quarterback, and everybody's saying, oh, Alabama kills this tech, the Texas team. But when, when Quinn Ewers is even in the conversation – it's oh, if Quinn Ears is there, they might have a chance to win this. If Quinn Ears is there, they, they might have a chance to go to the Big Twelve Championship, like Tom said. Like that, that that's conversations that's that we're it. having. And so and so when he's not there, obviously everybody's writing Texas off. But when but it's uh, but, but it just doesn't make sense to me is is we is we 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 oh, it, it's fine. It's it's just it's just, I, I'm not I'm not backing Texas. I'm just saying here's the deal. Here's what we're saying about them. But when something gets when something gets pinned to them, it's it, it's like. There's no, there's no other argument for them. Not one single argument can 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 be formed for them because they're Texas. That's 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 the conversations that get had in this conference all the time in the Big Twelve conference because of because they're Texas and they had the we're back speech and then they weren't back and now they've got this talent. Oh, the talent gets hurt. Oh, they lose. Texas is Texas again. Like it, it it's like there's no argument that can be formed for them at all. Well. All I'm saying is that Hudson Card is a higher recruit than anybody on Texas. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But what I'm saying is he's been proven in college, in college, to not be a higher recruit than some of the players that have played for Tech, that are playing for Tech now. In college, in high school, he might have been better. But in college, he is not as good as some of the players that play for Texas, or that play for Tech. It doesn't matter. But stars do not matter once you get on, on campus. If you're not good, you're not good. That's how it works. Well. And the players are Texas are better. That's, though. Uh, that, they have, but but are they? They have more talent at every single position than Texas State. That's does. fine, dude. And that's that, that's fine, man. But what I'm saying is, there's no argument that can be formed for Texas without it being thrown around just like that. Is there's no argument for them that can be pointed and said, hey, you know, maybe 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 these two injuries were really key injuries. Maybe just maybe they were key injuries. Oh, it's Texas. It doesn't matter. That's 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 basically what gets happened all the time for, to the scene. That's what happens all the no, time. I'm telling you, they, can't, they don't prove anything that they that, that points to them. You, you, yeah, they are games, but but what have they proven in the past to make me think that they're going to be good when they come back? Uh, okay, once they face a little bit of adversity, they just crumble. They have the softest cult. They have the softest culture in all of culture. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, okay. I, I get what you're saying, Calvin, on, on, on how nobody vouches for Texas, but I mean, there's a reason that we don't. And it's, it's uh, the second. That's fine, is, and I'm not like nobody. In no way. I'm not vouching for Texas. I'm just saying. There, it's it's like it's like there's just can't be an argument for them. Like I don't understand how how we can't allow one single argument be for them, not just one single one, man. No, I hear because, what you're saying. Uh, because Texas why, why Tech would you make really argument, no why credit. would you make an argument for them? Okay, no, it's fine. Well, why would we make an argument for them when they can't even prove like that they're they can do anything? They have they've never really proved that that they can. I mean, do, like, I mean. They're, they're, they're a field goal away from beating Alabama two weeks ago, man. That's all they were. Yeah, and then they did the same thing. They When they beat Notre Dame, guess what they did? They missed a bowl game. Okay. Oh, they almost beat LSU when LSU it's was It's just they played the competition. Yeah. I mean, Tom, Tom, just, Tom, that, yeah. Tom literally on this podcast just said he could see them in the Big 12 championship 
with Quinn Ewers. And that's what I th- yeah, but, well, that's what I'm thing, saying. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Other thing is about Quinn is we haven't seen Quinn play enough. So whenever we see Quinn has a big recruiting ranking next to him, we see him play well for the limited amount of time that he's played. We assume that he's going to be as good as he's expected to be. I mean, say 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 he comes out and Quinn plays, and Quinn isn't as good as we remember him being in the one or two possessions he played against Alabama. I mean, like, we don't know anything about Quinn really still. I mean, what he, what we've seen is good, but we haven't seen very much. Well, okay. I just think All I'm Texas s- – I think I think Texas has a shot. They obviously have to get their shit together. But I like I can't I don't know if I can trust them because of the most recent years. Um and just how they played, especially under Sark. Um but we'll see. Hey, you're a lot of season left, man. A lot of college football to watch, a lot of important games to be played. And I I, I can see it happening. I mean I could see <laughs> I could see Kansas in there, man. Good, but you know, I've, I just, doubt I've that seen happens. the same. I've just seen the same story over and over and over. So I mean, I that's don't believe a lick in Texas. I, I understand that, man. But the, the, those two, at least Xavier Worthy, has proven that he is incredible. And, and when when Hudson sure. Card gets his best receiver taken from him, it's the, the offense becomes narrowed down. Is what I said. You know, I know. All right. Yeah, I, I get what we're saying. I mean, I agree with you in the game plan and all that stuff. It does matter a lot. Um, I just think that if you're going to be a really good football team, those are kind of things that you just have to overcome. Hey, good, bad, or indifferent, you know. But, uh, and, you know, and also the other thing is Texas Tech Texas Tech didn't play amazing either. You know, they, they were fighting back uphill the entire game. There was plenty of times Texas, Texas could have ended the game with a, with a score. So it was just an incredible, incredible football game. So I don't want to overshadow that with the injuries as well. It was just a great game. It was good. Oh, game. Did y'all see the uh, tech fan shove that Texas player when they rushed the field? Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> that was bad. They should they should ban that guy from the games. They should. They what? probably will if they can find him. What did you say? I mean, they if should... they can find him, I guarantee that guy will be banned. They should ban him. Oh. I thought you said something else. I thought you said they should pants that guy. What do you think, Jake? <laughs> that would be funny. That'd be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know just, yeah. Hey, let's talk about the Pac-12 after yeah, dark. It's you know. ridiculous that I even talk about. Yeah. So, can I, Tom, can I Tom, say something? I can open us up with the first game. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and help open us up with the Pac-12. Um. So, first game that I, that we're going to talk about is USC and Oregon State. Um. Obviously, USC looking great this year so far. So I thought. Um, so I see immediately the minus five and a half USC line and I jumped at the bits and my smart little pea sized brain thought it would be a great idea to put a hundred dollars on it to win 90. (laughs) Um, on paper, you think USC versus Oregon state, you think they're going to win by a fucking touchdown at least. Come to find out, uh, the game is seven to three, pretty much till what the third quarter, um, and uh, it didn't. It didn't. The bet didn't hit. Um, Lincoln Riley continues to ruin my life, and I, like Drew said, I hope Jordan Addison just stomps his head. <laughs> I, 
I just that was that that last night was horrible. Arkansas can go to hell too, and Oregon go to hell for giving up a fucking garbage time touchdown for a two hundred dollar <laughs> parlor. I mean, come on, it's it's That's ridiculous. A it's a tough one. The Pac twelve is just they're just they let me down, and yeah. I, no. I I'm quite quite heartbroken. Not only did USC win, they didn't cover. If you're not going to cover, just lose. That's all I got to say. This is Makes me want to puke. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, Jake, I was looking at my phone wanting to puke. Trust me. No, I, I was so pissed off. I, I will say the, the one thing, I, I'm cheering for Oregon State until, um, until I see – you know, I I bet, I bet forty dollars on plus or minus five and a half USC, which is a, which is just a dumb bet. I, I knew that that line was. I knew it. I knew there was something up with it. But um, I was cheering for Oregon State because I thought they had a chance to win. But then when I realized USC was up four, I'm like, well, we better cover now. They just didn't. So really tough line. Caleb Williams can go to hell. I'm done. You think you yeah, think Caleb Williams got a little spooked because it was orange and black and he's playing OSU again? I don't know. I bet he was thinking about feet again. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think he's, he's just dreaming about some he, that sorority girl at OU's feet that he was obsessed mm-hmm. with. He's too busy painting his nails instead of looking at oh. home. Oh, I'm gonna God. need him to paint the. I'm gonna need him to paint the betting lines on his nails so that way he remembers that it's plus. It's minus five and a half. We got we got win by six, Caleb. Fucking remind yourself with your nails. <laughs> Outrageous. He's yeah. got ten fingers. And Jake needs ten... to hear Caleb. Yeah, so you know that. Jake's bets better be eight, eight, eight of your fingernails next game. You can keep the thumbs, whatever you want. Next, you know, pay attention. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was a absolutely, absolutely great game, though. Low, very low scoring. I think the over was like seventy and a half. Ended up being seventeen fourteen. So if you're an over better, you know that one's a tough one. You can probably turn that game off at halftime. Yeah, I'm too short about the underman. Did y'all All see right. how the Oregon game ended? Yeah, I was just going to talk about yeah. that, Tom. Perfect segue, man. Oh, well, great, because that game fucked me over, too. Um, <laughs> watched, the spread was seven, I think. Um, and Oregon is up ten. They were down most of the game, so I was pretty nervous. And I checked my phone to check the score and immediately see the, you know, on the ESPN app, they have the uh, little football that moves on the, on the field, on the app. I saw, I saw the ball. What'd you say? Hold on. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I think he means, uh, yeah, like the bottom line. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Are you you talking about the game cast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little football yeah, that yeah. moves on the field. Um, I saw that ball go from the like Washington State thirty yard line to the Oregon one immediately, and I my heart dropped. Just absolutely, it. I, I just piss poor, piss poor day. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's just absolutely ridiculous. I try to steer uh, away from watching Pat Cole football. 
What do, you, hey, what do you think happened to Oregon in week one? Oregon's really right at the ship now. Two, two pretty decent wins in a row. And we, we saw Georgia almost lost. Or not almost lose, but they played it. Kent State was pretty close in the four-quarter game, probably. What happened week one? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Just motivation on teams, I guess. Georgia came out motivated that they wanted to prove that they were the national champions, and they just kicked their ass. No, 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 that's that's my guess. Yeah, that was a, it's a weird yeah. result now. I just, looking back I just think at George it, is better. Bad. I think George is just you know better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But look at what Kent State did. They were pretty close with Georgia for four quarters. Like, how did Oregon at least put up more than three? Kent State can bef- definitely beat Nebraska. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kent State would pants Nebraska. <laughs> oh, shit. You okay there, bud? It's, pr- it's kind of funny that we're, we're, we're saying that they would pants Nebraska, and they're called the Golden Flashes. They're, giving, they're, they're flashing people. They're, hey, oh, yeah, they're, they they're flashing them. Hey, we need Kyle Juszczyk to touchdown. I, dude, I don't think they're right. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That was... It's this, this game is a godforsaken game. It's ten to five, the fourth quarter. Ten to five. Yeah, I'm convinced there may not Real be another touchdown. Drew. I'm gonna turn it on. Me and me and Drew bet first to, or second touchdown score nope. before before the second half started. And oh, I joined it. Scored. Absolutely sad. If Kyle no, checks, if he scores, you guys will let you guys will know because we'll let out a nice celebration. Yeah, you'll you'll hear me just wash away all my pain from this this last weekend. All right, hey, let's talk one more one more Pac-12 team. Uh, Washington beat Stanford. Not a huge game, but I, I just I want to go ahead and talk about Washington real quick. As of right now, to me, I think Washington is the most complete team in the Pac-12. Now that doesn't mean they're going to win the Pac-12. I think Utah and USC both will will have their 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 word in the in that in that sentence about the Pac-12. Um, but uh, you know, obviously teams have ebbs and flow but, uh, throughout the season, but I, I, it's hard for me to say that Washington hasn't looked the best of the Pac-12. Uh, big Phoenix energy, man. Leads the country in passing. He's looked amazing. Receivers um, they have are actually pretty electric. Their defense is, is, is pretty solid as well. So I, I think Washington has a chance really this year to make a New Year's Six Bowl uh, as, as the Pac-12 representative. Kind of crazy. Do you think they have a chance I, to go all the way? There's a chance they make the playoffs. The playoff. they, there's no way they win the national championship. There's yeah, a chance they, 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 they make the playoffs. They'd get dominated in their first playoff game. Yeah, I don't think it'd be all that close, but, I mean, it'd be, be a cool little uni, uni matchup. I love Washington's colors, man. Absolutely great colors. All they have to do is... Notre Dame with purple instead of navy. Oh, they're just beautiful, beautiful colors, and especially when they play at, at, at home, they have a nice northwest north or Pacific Northwest field their stadium. Some some evergreen trees, some some nice blue sky and some mountains with that beautiful gold and purple. Oh, I'll tell you what, I might be a Washington fan on the side. I I can cheer for them. I mean, I'm I'm 
Jake, I can chop bite at the bits to cheer against any anyone besides USC in the Pac-12. <laughs> I can do it. I never liked Washington. Why? I never liked Washington for some reason. There's just something, there's something about them. They give they, me. Wouldn't they Dante me, Pettis on that team on that Washington they team? Give me, they just give me icky vibes. Do really they play? Vibes. They don't play what, USC. What, how long ago when, when they were good? They don't play USC. Uh, they were. They went to the playoffs. They're in different divisions. They are in different divisions. But how do they not? How does USC get get away without playing Oregon and Washington in the same season? Because Pat Twelve wants to put their best their best chance to play up. Their golden child of sent from hell. To but the thing is, is they're leaving the Pac twelve. Do well now. for him. Who, USC? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Like, officially? Yeah, them and UCLA are going to the Big Ten. Oh, I didn't know that was, like, an official. I thought yeah, it was going yeah, to take a couple seasons. Uh-huh. Utah, Utah, so USC, hopefully that just just three up. weeks. I don't know if I can trust Utah, man. Utah looks good this last week. pretty good I mean, this week. Yeah, I was impressed by Utah. I think they're just going to continue to get better a lot like they did last year. And that's – I don't want to – and I don't want to jinx myself, but that's kind of how I feel about Oklahoma State. We Last year we almost lost all three of our first games, and a lot of that was due to injuries and all that kind of stuff. But once they figured it out in the fourth or fifth game, they really got a lot better as the season went on. I can kind of see the same thing happening with Utah. Um, I kind of thought – I kind of think the same thing about Tennessee right now where they played some really close games early, and they learned from that use that as, as, as some lessons and continue to get better through practice. What's a team what's – what's one team that you guys think hey. is going to get a lot better this season? Hopefully OU. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> middle Tennessee. Oh, dude. I was, Utah. Well, let's talk about yeah, middle Tennessee. Utah. Miami needs to take some maternity leave. I couldn't tell you two things. About who? I couldn't tell you two things about that team. Neil Tennessee? You know, you know one of my stories, Jake, with that team? What? Is one time I was playing NCAA with Dax, and Dax looked at me and said, hey, my dad and I went to a game one time and watched Middle Tennessee play, and that is all I know about him. Hey. The Blue Raiders. Michigan State in the NCAA tournament one year. Oh, they were real good at basketball. They shocked the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they shocked the world and beat Michigan State. Does Uh, Florida uh, Gulf Coast have a football team? Florida uh, Gulf Coast have a football team? That's disappointing, man. Hey, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say something bold here. I think think Miami needs to go on some maternity leave because they got absolutely fucked nine months ago by hiring Mario Cristobal. They need to uh, disable the program. <laughs> just just cheat a little bit so they go on probation, so they don't have to worry about it. I mean, they're uh, as embarrassing, embarrassing loss. They, get, they got like you can't disappoint your fan base if you're on probation. I <laughs> would be pretty disappointed to not even play though. It wouldn't be great. Does Middle Tennessee beat Nebraska? 
If they like that, they'd be anybody. Uh, probably. Um, uh, there's a couple things I want to yeah. I want to discuss though before we end this pod. Um, Kansas is damn good. Simple as that. Damn good. And I, no, I, I think not. Drew, I think Drew in his head right now is he's getting a little nervy. He's getting some nerves in him. He's he's starting to get that feeling like, man, I'm about to have something scratched in my butt for the rest of my life. Well, no, because I'll get it removed. That would hurt even after you're going to get it removed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you going to do with your fiance? He's going to have it for like 12 months. What are you going to do with your fiance? It's like, hey, babe. Why you got a Jayhawk tattoo on your butt cheeks? Because I'll, I'll have to do that because they're going to go five and seven. <laughs> oh, hey, if they win a bowl game, Tom, should we have him? Should we have him get a KU twenty 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 or twenty twenty two guaranteed rate bowl champions? <laughs> this ass. Well, I'm only going to have a bowl game. You know, I I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking, like, what if we told Drew we were going to get him this Jayhawk tattoo and then we just get him a little OU without him noticing? You're going to surprise him? And then he pissed me off about something, and I was like, no. I can't. Nope. Yeah. I'm, I, think, I think it's going to be ex- incredibly exciting when that happens. I can't wait. And I'm going to be it's there not- watching. Drew, are you scared of needles? No. Okay. Well, that's good. What if we all get the we all get the Jayhawk tattoo with him? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm definitely well, scared of needles. The table, then. Yeah, I want you to pull up the tape of when you said that. Yeah. Oh, I'll find of when it. you I'll, said I'll what? Post it on TikTok or Twitter. Of when Drew said that he'd get. Yeah, I want a, you to find the tape if they if they go to a bowl game. Yeah, it'll, it'll include your pledge to jump off Devon Tower, too. Yeah, that one. We we can't do that one <laughs> legally. Yeah, we can't do that one. I hate to, I hate to <laughs> say well, it. You're telling I got to be a man of my word. I, can, I can't do one but not do the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, hey, I want to I talk about this uh, real quick, uh, and then we'll get into Brent Cunningham's voicemail. Shout out Brent Cunningham right now. Um, Miami, Ohio beats Northwestern. How insanely bad was that week zero game? Like we, we knew it was going to be bad, but man, holy fuck. You picked, this really pick your poison with shit. You pick, you pick your poison on, on Nebraska and Northwestern. They are both terrible. Northwestern might be the worst team. Well, in they, yeah, they would think. So I'll say, I think they, those two teams might legitimately be the two worst power five teams in the country. Colorado's up there, yeah, but that those are two of the top five worst teams in the country. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. They're they're quite they're quite bad. So if it's, you're listening, it's kind of scary to watch. If you're listening, schedulers, college football schedulers, whoever runs the schedule, please, dear God, give us a decent game for Week Zero next year. I cannot see Nebraska Northwestern play again and have to talk about it as much as we did back then because it just didn't matter at all. Might as well have been Tulsa playing. It was brutal. Tulsa playing UCO. Hey, I'd be in for that game. Honestly, I I would watch that. 
Who are you cheering for in that game, Tulsa or OC? Or oh, UCO? 918, baby. Stand up. Yeah. Speaking of, did you guys baby. see Keelan Stokes get up from that concussion against Ole Miss? Yeah, that was pretty. Not pretty. He went back in the was game. He stumbling. Yeah. Yeah, it was not good. Also, Tua. Yeah, that's ridiculous. How did Tua go back? Yeah, what was wrong with Tua? Massive concussion. At least from what I, from what it looked like. Cheating. Yeah. Like he hit his head on the back of the ground and was like wobbling, walking, and then he just went back in the game. Oh well. Hey, last thing I want to talk about. Last thing I want to talk about before getting to the voicemail. Kentucky is an absolute fraud. They beat Northern Illinois by eight points, and yet they don't go back in the rankings when Oklahoma State goes back in the rankings by beating someone 63-7. to I'm fucking tired of this SEC bullshit. Um, I get it. I get it. Kentucky, they beat Florida. Florida's not that good. They're not that good. Kentucky is a fraud. Ole Miss is going to beat Kentucky next next week. Um, Oklahoma State needs to focus, though. We better beat Baylor. I would be so sad. Hey, uh, I got a question. Who, right. who would win right now? Who would win right now if they played next week? Utah or Florida? Oh, Utah, thousand percent. Utah. I think Utah by a lot. I think if they play on a neutral field, I mean, even in I, week, week zero, week one, if they had played a neutral field, that Utah would win. The Utah game. game was such a. Oh yeah. Anthony Richardson also looked like Jesus Christ. So. He played well this week, but not good enough to win. So I don't know. Hendon Hooker is just really, really good too. Mm, well, hey, by the way, Melvin Gordon scored. Oh my God! Are you serious? It's eleven to ten. Oh, we got an eleven ten ball game. Melvin Gordon scored though. Yeah. God. Do you think sucks. a ten to five game would be a score, Gami? Ten to five? Probably yeah. not. But I think I think this might be ten to eleven. Have you ever seen eleven to ten before? I've never seen it. Why they go, oh, they went for two to make it three points. Uh, if Andrew Beck would have scored a touchdown there, I would have won thousand dollars. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't even know who Andrew Beck is. I've heard of him a couple times. That's about it. He played at Texas. Um, uh, I hope all he... right, so hey, I'm gonna. Mm, all right, I. What's up, guys? This is Brent here. I've been listening to all your guys' podcast episodes. I'm loving Three Man Rush, especially through football season. Just hearing your guys' commentary week after week and hearing about the Bushlight Apple. Got to have the apple and the corn can. Uh, just loving it. Loving the feedback from you guys. Uh, so my question for you all is, if you could be head coach of a program right now, not a blue blood, right? Let's stay away from that. Just a program that excites you, that you see in the near future having success, and that you feel like you could uh, bring skills to as a head football coach, what program would that be? would love to hear your guys' feedback on that. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, appreciate the question uh, there, Brent. We're going to talk about this real quick, guys. Uh, who's, who's, who wants to go first? Because I think we've all got some solid answers here, some, some wide-ranging answers. Tom, Tom you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, mine, Brent, I hate to say it, they're not good, and they're probably not going to be too good in the future, um, but – there's something about it. I made a deal with myself back when I was a very young kid that in NCAA, if it, if Boston College was to ever offer me a job, I have to leave wherever I'm at. Um, sometime, one time I had a Notre Dame dynasty that had about 20 years played on it, had to leave. 
uh, really upsetting. But I just I, I love Boston College. The jerseys are nice. Uh, you know, a little golden red, some white. Just it's got everything I need. I just have a dominant run game there. You know, but. Probably Boston College. Uh, they're not the best. They probably won't ever be too good, but I just feel like that'd be a fun team to be at. Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say mine is North Carolina, just because I like their uniforms. They got the coolest uniforms in all college football. They got the best colors, and plus, once you're in the off season, you get to go watch their basketball team. So it's pretty awesome. Um. Plus, you don't really have expectations expectations there to win anything, so you're just kind of chilling. So I'm, I'm taking North Carolina. I like that answer. I, th- I if I would have thought about that one, I think I'd go with North Carolina. They're kind of on the edge of being like they're not a blue blood, but they have the money and the resources to become one. I think um, Tennessee is one I'd put on yeah. there. They're probably a blue blood, so I, I'm not going to say Tennessee. Um, Virginia Tech would be one to me. Fans are insane. Um, they have great tradition with the inner Sandman stuff, but you can kind of build your own tradition. Um, love, I love the colors there too. Dark maroon, really. It's they could really play the villain role very nicely if they become really good. Um, Maryland to me, another one up there in the East Coast. Maryland has great recruiting grounds, um, but all the recruits go to Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Um, you know, all across the country, people from you know DC area, like Caleb Williams from DC area. Um, is now at USC. If you can keep those guys home, Maryland has a great recruiting ground, so I think they could be really good. And then the last one I'll put on here is uh, an ACC school that just fired their coach, actually. So, hey, maybe they'll, they'll be looking for me to be the head coach. Is Georgia Tech, Atlanta, the state of Georgia, I mean, shoot, if you get 30% of the players of the top 100 players in Georgia every year, or top 50 players of Georgia every year, eh, that's a good enough team to win eight games, nine games. That's just an incredible recruiting ground state in, in the state of Georgia. I mean, you see what Georgia's done. Uh, they closed off the state. Georgia Georgia Tech doesn't get any of the top recruits. If you can get Deion Sanders in there at Georgia Tech and Atlanta, where there's that many great recruits, where Deion Sanders played baseball and football at the same time, ooh, I think that would be a great marriage. Be a good one. A real good one. You would you okay if you were the head coach of Georgia Tech? Would you would you bring back the triple option? Oh the Lord, no, God no! Not that they weren't successful <laughs> with it; they had they had some good success. But I mean, you just can't you just can't win on a on a big level with while you're running a 1980s offense. It's a different sport, man. It's fair. It is. Can you imagine we we go to Oklahoma game or we go to Oklahoma State game? You know, we get in the game. And all that happens is six yards in a cloud of dust. And then there's one pitch at the end of the game. You're like, oh, my God, he broke it for 60. That's that's really what they used to do. It's an incredibly hey, different there's, there, you can't convince me. You can't convince me there's nothing better than a wishbone in an OU jersey. I just, that's all I'm saying. Nice to be the kings of it. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska and OU were the two best teams in the Big 8, and all they did was run the veer. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how that worked. I, I just don't understand. But do they not like to pass? Like passing is <laughs> we didn't need to. We just, so, we just had better athletes than the other team, so we could just dominate them like that. I know, but I, we were so cheating fun. horrendously. Oh no way! Oh, oh, you was definitely cheating, Drew. Yeah. 
No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying San Francisco just muffed the punt. Recovered. <laughs> we got caught. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh. No, Barry Barry Switzer. Yeah, Barry Switzer was hitting balls off the top of buildings, golf balls with his team. Yeah. He got. He let Nothing the power like get to his head. I kind of respect it, though. If I had that much power, I'd probably do the same shit. Try to do the oh. same thing at the Cowboys. It didn't work too well. No. They did win a chip. A ship, though. But did they really? I thought they won all of them under Jimmy Johnson. Am I wrong? They won two under Jimmy, and then one with uh, Barry. Really? But that was basically just Jimmy Johnson's team. Yeah. I did not know that. Barry rushed one more. Doesn't doesn't like uh, doesn't uh, what's his name? Um, gosh, Brett Venables. Doesn't he live in uh, Barry Switzer's old house? Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Wait, he yeah. lives in that house? Did we just give yeah. out his address? I saw him. No, that... <laughs> oh, we just gave out I mean, his address. Nobody go to his house. It's right next to campus. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, DM it's us right if you want it. Yeah, if you want Brent Venables. I can drive you personally. You're right, Tom. You're right. He did win uh, Super Bowl XXX. Oh, my God. Super Bowl porn. Yeah. <laughs> 1996. Makes sense. All right. Hey, I, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Triplets, man. No way. Oh, Drew's got something. What happened? Yeah, say it, Drew. The first play, the 40, first play after they just recovered their own fumble, they fumbled it again and then forgot it this time. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, it's over. Uh, 10 to 11 might be a score gummy. Yeah, just awesome. yeah. It's huge. Jeff Wilson just fumbled it. All right. Hey, well, I want to go ahead we'll and pull our it. listeners. Uh, Brent, great question. Great, great question. We'd love our listeners to uh, bring us more questions through the voicemail. Um, and you can do that uh, from the link on our Twitter. Um, we'll probably try and spread that link out as much as we can because we, we love to kind of cater our topics to our listeners. Go ahead and rate us five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell your great aunt. Um, tell your dog. Do it all. Uh, at Three Man Rush FB on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us there. Uh, this is a week for recap. We appreciate y'all listening. Goodbye.